0: Video, we already hit on the Aaron Rodgers trade, Aaron Jones possibly getting released, Ryan Tannehill trade, Derrick Henry trade, Zeke getting cut, Alvin Kamara getting cut, Dalvin Cook getting cut, Keenan Allen getting traded, Derek Carr getting traded, a bunch of other topics, including the franchise tags. But this video is going to be for the Sickos only. We're going to dig a little bit deeper, look at some trade candidates and cut candidates ahead of the 2023 NFL offseason. As a reminder, you can draft. Right now, for fantasy football on Underdog Fantasy, using promo code The Show will match your deposit up to $100. We have a $1 million tournament. That's going to close before the NFL draft. So if you think you have a leg up on predicting who's going to land where in free agency or with these NFL draft prospects, go in there. Go play on Underdog Fantasy. I'm sure you guys will love it. So let's start with the quarterbacks first. The Falcons are going to be releasing Marcus Mariota. That's going to save them about $12 million against the cap. That's going to open up almost $83 million. So basically any quarterback is available to the Atlanta Falcons. Ryan Tannehill is a trade candidate. Derek Carr is a trade candidate. Other quarterbacks could open up here, but the Falcons are in a great spot to make a massive upgrade over what Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter were able to bring to Atlanta last year. The Colts are also gonna follow this path with Matt Ryan probably getting retired. With that move, that'll save $17 million against the cap It does come with $18 million in dead money. Indy will have over $50 million in cap space. But unlike the Falcons, the Colts are possibly in a spot to find their franchise quarterback in the NFL draft. The commander's quarterback situation is going to be completely upgraded as well. Carson Wentz is going to get released. That's going to save $26 million against the cap. Does not come with any dead money. Taylor Heineke, he's going to be a free agent. So it's going to be Sam Howell, the 2022 fifth rounder Versus somebody they bring in. Obviously, we have Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel for fantasy purposes. I'm hoping a Derek Carr type of quarterback lands in Washington. The Panthers are somebody I project to make an upgrade in the NFL draft. Sam Darnold's a complete free agent. I can see them bringing him back to compete, but I ultimately think. David Tepper, the owner, is going to be making some bold decisions here. Frank is going to be able to pick his guy. Now to some of the fun stuff. I think Michael Thomas is going to get released. The Saints restructured his contract, basically dropping his base salary from $15 million to $1.5 million. They'll designate him as a June 1st candidate. But either, either way, I do not see him Ending up in New Orleans is going to be curious to see if the NFL views Michael Thomas as a number one wide receiver still, or maybe just a depth role of the dice play considering he hasn't played in a couple seasons now. The Chiefs' wide receiver group is going to be completely reorganized. Juju Smith Schuster is a free agent, McCole Hardman's a free agent, even Justin Watson, who surprisingly got a lot of playing time. He's going to be a free agent. On top of that, MVS is also a cut candidate. They can save $7 million against the cap with only four million dollars in dead money. If he's gone, it's just going to be Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. Both of them have been mostly gadget receivers in Kansas City. So this is one of these teams that could be making a big push for one of the top free agents or NFL draft prospects. At running back for the Chiefs, Jarek McKinnon and Ronald Jones both hit free agency. Maybe they bring Jarek McKinnon back in that pass catcher's role, but for right now, we should expect Isaiah Pacheco and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the final year of his rookie contract to be back, possibly with a new number three running back. When it comes to locker room presence, hard knock speeches, dancing in the end zone, picking up all the short yardage stuff, he's pretty much the anti deandre swift so we'll see what the lions do i'm hoping they bring him back that would be not good news for deandre swift if jamal williams ends up going elsewhere deandre swift's probably going to end up on that round two three borderline of fantasy basically where he was being drafted last year thankfully the patriots already changed their offensive coordinator if you look back at some of the stats with bill o'brien's offenses i'm kind of intrigued by bringing him back in but the skill group is going to be completely changed damian harris jacoby myers nelson aguilar they're all free agents. And then we have some cut candidates with Devontae Parker. That would save $6.3 million. Kendrick Bourne, that saves $5.5 million against the cap. Hunter Henry, that would save $10.5 million against the cap. And then even Johnny Smith, not necessarily a cut candidate, but they can trade him and save $4.5 million. The Patriots desperately need a number one wide receiver they have Tyquan Thornton, but I think that he's going to be a number two or number three deep threat in the league. We'll see what happens with Ramondre Stevenson for now. I have Damian Harris walking and Ramondre Stevenson with last year's rookies being the running back group. If that is the case, I think Ramondre Stevenson has a chance to be a top 15, top 20 overall pick. He's got bell cow workloads. I think that Mac Jones inevitably is going to have better stats with Bill O'Brien. We talked about in the last video why I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to get moved just based off of his contract and where the Cardinals are situated. I do think that New England would be a perfect fit. We already know that Bill Belichick and DeAndre Hopkins love each other. We've seen that in some of these pregame and postgame videos between the two, but more importantly, this would just be a perfect fit to get Mac Jones back up to speed. Now it's time to pivot over to tight ends. Darren Waller is a potential trade candidate. It seemed like the Raiders and Darren Waller were not on the same page Last year, when it came to his hamstring injury, there's some comments from Derek Carr that caught my eye with Darren Waller. And on top of that, he does have a tradable contract. If they do trade him, they would save $12 million against the cap with less than a million dollars in dead money. Darren Waller is going to be 31 years old. When they do move on from Derek Carr, they will be bringing in most likely a veteran quarterback who could cost a lot of money. I think that they can move on from Darren Waller. Foster Moreau, though. Is a free agent Devonte adams we talked about in the last video he's not going anywhere he's too good he's too valuable they've given up too much for him most importantly his contract's basically immovable evan ingram is a free agent the jaguars already have their skill group set with trevor lawrence christian kirk calvin ridley zay jones travis Etienne. i think that evan ingram makes a lot of sense with doug peterson they were really scheming him up he had one of his better seasons of his nfl career just going to come down To money. The Jaguars have some cap flexibility, but not a ton just because they spent so big last year. Mike Gasicki hits free agency, and I don't think he's gonna get as much money as Evan Ingram just because he hasn't been as good the last couple seasons. His yards per route runs dropped down to 1.45 and 1. 1.6. Last year, he was basically just phased out of the offense completely because he was not a scheme fit. He's basically a slot wide receiver playing tight end. So he's not gonna fit every single offense. His fantasy value is really just gonna come down to which team picks him up and which roles he's gonna be in. Because if they have him as an inline guy, I just don't see how that's gonna work out. And I think that Mike Gasicki's free agency value is going to be something to monitor.
1: Have you ever been on vacation after a long day of activities or sightseeing? You have a night in room service, bathrobes and television or movies. And when you're in a foreign country, you scroll Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have. And you realize that the library of content there is so much larger than it is in the United States. You start a new show, a new series, and when you get back home, you realize you now have to find that on a different service or pay for it in a different way. That is where Surfshark comes in. It's a VPN service that lets you virtually travel the world with a tap of a finger. You can go to Spain, Canada, Costa Rica to watch the content available in those countries. So you can try Surfshark today, totally risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals slash underdog or enter promo code underdog for three extra months for free. You heard me right. Three extra months for free. That is surfshark.deals slash underdog.
0: The next big tight end is Dalton Schultz. He's going to be a free agent, and the Cowboys don't have a ton of flexibility. Plus, they drafted a couple tight ends, Jake Ferguson in particular, that have caught my eye. I don't think they're going to place a second franchise tag on him. That would cost $13 million. Quite frankly, Dalton Schultz isn't that good. I think he's an okay starter, but pretending that he's more than that, I think is probably fool's errand. So I'm expecting Dalton Schultz to hit free agency leave the tight end group to some of these young guys. DeAndre Hopkins is the biggest wide receiver trade candidate, but I do think there's a couple other names to add to this list, including Keenan Allen. But for now, I'll talk about Cortland Sutton. The Broncos are kind of in a weird spot where they're going to be getting some draft picks, hopefully back with the Sean Payton hire. They're in a weird spot when it comes to the cap situation because there's so much money tied up to Russ Wilson, do they think they can actually compete with the Chargers and the Chiefs in this division? Or are they going to try to get younger? If they do, Cortland Sutton's contract is tradable, they would save $7 million against the cap, it would come with $11.5 million in dead money. More importantly, Cortland Sutton's a number one x wide receiver, there's not that many of them in both in the draft or in free agency. So if there's some win now teams that do not have a number one wide receiver like the Patriots, possibly like the Chiefs, I could see Cortland Sutton getting moved. In a similar situation, Tim Patrick, who's just a lesser version of Cortland Sutton coming off of that torn ACL, he's a trade candidate, $5.5 million in savings, $6 million in dead money. His contract's only worth $5.5 million guaranteed. Brandon Cook's almost got traded Last year, and I think that he's going to be a big name. He doesn't want to be playing in for a rebuilding franchise. I think that he would make a lot of sense in kind of that downfield role in Kansas City. If he does get traded, it's going to have to be sorted out with his eighteen million dollars. That's probably too much for Brandon Cooks, who's a thirty-year-old. But I do think that just because there's so few options in the wide receiver market, I think that Brandon Cooks will have some value this offseason. The Giants and the Ravens are kind of like the Patriots, where they're going to be completely resetting their wide receiver groups. The Giants are going to be cutting Kenny Galladay. He saw some money on. On his deal, but Sterling Shepard, Derry Slayton, Richie James, they're all free agents. So Really, it's just Isaiah Hodgins and all this cap space to work with. We'll see what Wandale Robinson's recovery like, but he's only a slot receiver. He's going to be coming off an ACL. So the Giants will be looking for kind of a deep threat, a number one wide receiver this offseason. And then there's the Ravens. They have Rashad Bateman under contract, but they pretty much don't have a number two or number three wide receiver. Lamar Jackson certainly needs help. They obviously have to focus on his contract first, but I would be pretty surprised if Baltimore with a new offensive coordinator doesn't make an upgrade at wide receiver. Up next is Leonard Fournette. I think that he's going to be released. That would save $3.5 million against the cap. It does come with $5 million dollars in dead money but it would allow the bucks to see what they have in Rashad White plus with Tom Brady retiring the bucks don't have a lot of cap space to work with Tom Brady still is due a lot of money if he does get released i think he'll be joining a decent group of fantasy running backs in free agency Miles Sanders Deonta Foreman David Montgomery Kareem Hunt, plus a few others are all going to be free agents. I don't think any of them are number one backs. I do think that they can be committee members, maybe joining a rookie in this next draft class. There's a few cut candidates at wide receiver as well. Adam Thielen is one of them. The Vikings enter this offseason with $6.6 million over the cap. He is under contract, but they can save $13.4 million against the 2023 salary cap. He just doesn't look the same player. And they obviously have to be trying to get ahead of the Justin Jefferson contract, which will obviously reset the market. Tyler Boyd, similar situation. I don't think that he played his best ball last year. They have T Higgins and Jamar Chase to be getting ready to pay for Tyler Boyd. If they do want to release him, it would save $9 million against the cap with only $1.4 million in dead money. I'm not sure if that one will actually happen because the Bengals are in such a championship window right now. Who cares about saving money for this year when you're trying to win the Super Bowl? So he's kind of on the borderline Of being released. Somebody I have more certainty in getting released would be Corey Davis. They can save $10.5 million against the cap. Braxton Berrios, they can save $5 million against the cap. So the Jets wide receiver group, I think, is going to be focused around Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore because they have to be looking to upgrade the quarterback spot with Aaron Rodgers, among some other quarterbacks, looking to New York. I do think Corey Davis might get a surprising amount of money this offseason. Same thing with somebody like DJ Chark. Just because they are more of the big bodied receivers, they can win downfield. They can block a little bit as well. So I think there's a chance that they open up too low in fantasy rankings. I'm very curious to see where they're going to land just because you don't see this body type in this free agency class. It's a lot more of the slot receivers like Juju and Jacoby Myers. Speaking of slot receivers, Curtis Samuel, I think is a trade or release candidate. Obviously they have Jahan Dotson, And Terry McLaurin, they can save $5.8 million against the cap if they get rid of Curtis Samuel. He is 27 years old. He is a gadget type of receiver, plus his offensive coordinator, who I think he was pretty tight with coming from Carolina. They just fired him. So I think Curtis Samuel, who's going to be 27, will be somebody that some wide receiver needy teams can call for. Alan Lazard's going to be hitting free agency. He's another inside-outside type of player. I do not think he's the number 1 wide receiver though. His yards per out run did climb to 1.62 last year as the number 1. I think that he's going to get okay starting money. He is a starter to me. I just don't think he'll be back in Green Bay because their contract situation with Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers among some others is not in the perfect spot. So that brings me to 50 players that we've talked about in these last two videos. I still have about 12 more. On Underdog Network, if you want to go read them, there will be more names coming to this list. Like, for example, Joe Mixon obviously has been in the news the last couple of weeks. Will he get released? There's a lot other topics that we'll be getting into. Fantasy football is no longer just a game that you play in August and September. If you want to come play on a Tuesday night in February, we're the place to be. It's not just football, either basketball, golf, esports. We have it all. Go download the app, promo code the show. will match your deposit up to $100.